This is the Seven Hills Church Podcast, where you'll hear incredible teaching from our very own Pastor Marcus Meekham. If you enjoy what you hear, you can subscribe anywhere you get your podcast to get brand new episodes waiting for you every week. You can also download our free smartphone app to see even more exclusive content and to get connected with the life of Seven Hills. Let's get right to the message, and thanks again for being with us. Seven Hills Church and our online family, we are... Um, we are so happy to, um, to have this time with each of you. Um, we gather, and, and this, is, um, this is a great time. So this, is, um, this is a powerful time. So this, is, um, this is times for, um, for us to enter into God's presence and be changed by Him together. And we're excited that um, each person has tuned in. I want to start out and say that you do not want to miss this upcoming weekend. Um, I've had a, a, a little sneak peek into in what God has laid on Pastor's heart. And he shared some of it during staff this week. And, and I can definitely say that you do not want to, to miss this weekend. He's going to be... Um, uh, addressing many of the current issues um, we're in as a community. God has given our pastor a voice and a uh, anointing to bring unity. And I'm so thankful for his, um, his leadership during difficult times. He is a man that has a spirit of wisdom and understanding that is resting on his life. And again, I'm so thankful. I also want to say thank you to our great church and, um, and of course, the pastor. Uh, it's always such an honor and privilege to stand before you. I look around at all of the what's going on in our country this evening and and along with all of you, I, I, I feel the incredible burden to pray. I feel the in, incredible burden to, to go to Jesus. I want to take as a scripture this evening, if you have your Bible, 1 Peter chapter number 2 and verse 24. That scripture says, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. These Wednesday nights have been about prayer about worshiping, about gathering around God's word and praying. So this evening, we're going to do just that. We're going to pray. We're going to focus on a man called Jesus and a place, a hill called Calvary. I want us to remember the one who carried our sin that we might live free from sin and healed by his stripes. This past weekend was Pentecost weekend. 
And when Jesus ascended in the book of Acts, he promised for the Holy Spirit, the comforter, to come and fill the hearts and life of every believer with power. A power to, to be a witness to, the, to those around us. A power to live for Christ in a world that crucified him. The power to stand when the forces of enemy of the enemy are trying to make us fall. We're going to pray tonight for a fresh feeling of that power, a fresh feeling of the Holy Spirit. The same prayer that John the Baptist prayed, less of me and more of you, I must decrease so you can increase. Jesus taught us how to pray. He, he clearly laid out the guidelines there in Matthew 6. It says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtor, debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Church, I have been so deeply moved by the murder of George Floyd. When I first tried to watch the video, I could not, but then compelled, I did so, watched it in its entirety. The horror of what I witnessed was unlike anything I've ever seen. Although sadly we've seen injustice many times, this time for me was different. To watch the cries for mercy go unanswered wasn't even human. I felt ashamed deeply sorrowful and that I needed to ask for forgiveness. Unlike times before, I, I knew I couldn't just lean, um, lean into that I'm not a racist. I don't associate with people who spew hate and racism. I couldn't just lean in to that's them, that's him, that's her, that's, um, that's that group of people. But rather this time I had to say, it's not my brother, my sister, my mother, my father, Lord, it's me who stands in the need of prayer. The personal re revival I've been in this week is saying, Lord, I need the searchlight of your Holy Spirit to once again visit my heart. John the Baptist said that the Holy Spirit would come and baptize in fire, but he also said 
in Matthew 3, 12, that the Holy Spirit would come and clean our hearts. That with a winnowing fan, he would come in to our hearts and clean that heart for every yielded believer. Over the last several days, I've reached out to a few of my African American friends, brothers and sisters. I felt the need to just listen and not try to teach, not, but just empathize, try to un understand what I've never known or faced as the reality of my own life. Each of my dear friends have so graciously told me of experiences after experience after experience that are appalling and completely wrong. However, each of them have been in, encouraging encouraging similarly in this way. One friend said, I believe revival is going to come as we stand in unity together against this evil spirit. And to that I said, amen. We've been talking about revival here at the church over the past seven weeks. And just today I read an eyewitness account of the 1904 Welsh revival. And that eyewitness said, it is ever the darkest hour before the, the dawn. The nation always seems to be given over to the evil one before the coming of Jesus. The decay of religious faith the deadness of churches, the atheism of the well-to-do, the brutality of the masses, all of these, when at their worst, herald the approach of revival. When things seem to get too bad to last, when the, the reign of evil becomes intolerable, then the soul of a nation awakes. I believe revival is coming. Another friend sent me this scripture found in Ephesians six twelve. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. She went on to say that she believed something is happening, that there's a wrestling in the spiritual realm and said that she knew God was going to turn this for his glory and that the church is going to be the vehicle for peace. What we're dealing with, church, is evil. It's a sin. We're standing together against sin from allowing it to take part in any way in our hearts. 
I was talking to my oldest son this week about all of this. He's going to turn 17 years old in just a few days. And I made a reference to Galatians chapter 5, verse number 9, where Paul tells the church a little leaven, just a little yeast, leavens the whole lump. I explained to my son that we must look at ourselves, examine our own hearts, that we must pray the prayer David prayed in Psalms 139. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there's any wicked, any evil way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting. David, he was crying out saying, God, lead me in truth. Search my heart. If there's any wicked way in me, lead me in truth. I went on to tell my son that leaven or yeast does not remain isolated in a single spot within the lump of dough. It spreads and becomes a part of the entire loaf. In a similar way, sin and its consequences are never limited to just a few people in a group. It is either rejected and removed or it works its, or it works its way into the thoughts and practices of the whole group. Like a cancer, sin spreads and takes hold. And I was taught the only way you deal with sin is you treat it like a rattlesnake. You, you treat it like something that has the ability to kill you because it does. Church, there's good news tonight that Jesus came and died for us to live free from sin. Like that scripture said, I started out with an in. In 1 Peter 2, Jesus took our sin to Calvary. Jesus took hatred and racism and pride and sickness and shame and guilt. He took it all to Calvary and glory to God. He conquered it. And because Jesus conquered it, we can live free. Because Jesus, through Jesus, we too can conquer the sin in our lives. As we pray this evening, I want to spend time in prayer. I'm going to ask the worship team to lead us in worship. And while we worship, I want to ask, like David, like John the Baptist, like all of the great men and women before us, I want us to ask God to search our hearts. Second Chronicles 7:14 says, "If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. I want us to do just that this evening. One, humble 
ourselves. I'm having to humble myself. I can't pass it off as, again, it's their problem. I don't, I don't deal with that. I've got to humble myself and empathize that I don't un understand and I need understanding. Lord, I humble myself. Give me understanding too. We're going to pray and seek God's face. I don't know. I don't know, know exactly how that'll go this evening, but I know we all feel such a burden to pray and to draw close to God's presence seeking his face pray the heart pray for the heart of the father the heart of Jesus who died for us to overcome this sin third let's turn from our wicked ways you know we've got to stand against the demonic destruction of sin I want us to believe and lastly believe that God hears us and when he hears us he will forgive us and he will heal us because of a man called Jesus because of a place called Calvary healing is for us tonight can we just pray this this together let's worship and pray tonight It's more than words. Come on, it's more than a song. Come on, it's a prayer. Come on, make it a prayer. This evening, Jesus, less of me and more of you. Have your way. I am desperate for a touch 
Father, we stand as worshipers, Lord. We stand as those washed in the blood of Jesus, Lord. Those, we don't stand in and of our own righteousness, but Father, we stand under that blood of Jesus tonight. And we ask you to heal our land. Heal our land. Father, bring reconciliation to hearts. Father, we pray for, for a spirit of understanding, Lord, for, Father, for our hearts to be awakened, Lord, that, that our ears would hear the sign, the, the sounds of change, the, that our ears, Lord, would um, would catch the winds of the Spirit this evening, Father, that, um, that we, would, um, we would no longer tolerate any sign. Father, like that, just the, the smallest amount of leaven leavens the whole lump, Lord. We, we ask for you to purify us this evening. That's all for this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, there are just a couple next steps we'd love to highlight. First, you can subscribe to this podcast to stay up to date with brand new episodes every single week. You can even share this with a friend by clicking that share button you see right there on your screen. 
We'd also love to hear from you. So if you have a comment, you can visit us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at Seven Hills Church. Lastly, we want to say thank you to those who give generously to this ministry. You're helping us impact thousands. You can click on the link in the episode's description to give now or visit us at sevenhillschurch.tv backslash give. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time.